Hey guys, it's Isabel. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special guest. He's a loving cat owner, a wonderful boyfriend, and an educated aerospace engineer. My boyfriend, Jacob. We're going to discuss all things engineering. We're going to play a Disney game, talk about some silly secrets, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy. All right. So we've been together for a year and a half, both from mm-hmm. Southern California, but we met here in Florida. So what brought you here to Florida? I moved to Florida in 2019 after I graduated college. So I got a job offer to work with my employer and it was my number one coming out of school. And, you know, I wasn't, wasn't dating anybody at the time. I didn't really have anything holding me to California. So it was like, might as well. Yeah. It's I like the time to, to try new things and pursue new opportunities. Right. Okay. So you came over here, you thought, okay, I'll just be here for a few months, a year. What was that plan? So my employer has a rotation program built in. It's for all the new engineers. You can opt into it. Basically says like, I want to try this type of engineering for one year. And then at the end of the year, you can request a rotation. And you can kind of game that pretty well. I know people that have rotated all over the country. Hmm. So my whole plan was to come out here, be here for one year, and then rotate back to California. I didn't do that. Then you met the love of your life and said, dang, I just gotta, I gotta stay in Florida for uh, an indefinite amount of time, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so. later, but yeah. (laughs) Right, right, we didn't meet until a little bit after. But have you always wanted to pursue a career in aerospace specifically, or were you interested in other engineering opportunities? Because, you know, you talked about how there were these different kind of trial avenues that you could pursue. So did you know what, or you were just kind of testing the waters? I kind of stumbled my way into aerospace engineering, to be honest. I had decent grades in high school. I got into a decent school for college and kind of, I knew I wanted to go into some kind of engineering. You know, you've got electrical, mechanical, chemical. Those are kind of pretty standard. But aerospace, you know, it's kind of different. It sounds a little bit exciting. Mm-hmm. Not all campuses offer it. Or if they do, it's kind of like a subset of mechanical. So my school offered a full aerospace engineering program. And I applied to it and I got in. And I was like really enamored by the subject from my first class. I think I got very lucky with my Aero 101 professor. You really challenged me and I really enjoyed it and then kind of stuck with it ever since. Yeah, it's so important whenever you're getting an introduction to anything that the professor or, you know, the leader is really invested because it could literally change your life if they're mm-hmm. stellar. That's cool. So your number one was aerospace. What would be a close second? Mechanical. And Mechanical then engineering. What would be the very bottom? You're like, absolutely not, not interested, next. For engineering specifically? Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be electrical. Hmm. Electrical engineering, electricity in general still kind of freaks me out. It's scary. It's dangerous. I know just <laughs> enough to be scared of it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, recently I've been getting a little bit more interested just because I've started to realize that you can't be a handyman and do all these cool projects and not know some basic electrical and circuitry. Mm -hmm. So I think nowadays I'd be a little bit more inclined to it, but I don't think I'd be willing to pursue it as a degree. Our lights just went out. We're actually podcasting in different rooms right now, even though we live together. So we both looked at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, the lights just went off. But anyway, mm-hmm. okay. So we know that hindsight is twenty twenty. but if you could go back in time, Jacob has almost finished junior year of high school is applying to colleges. Would you have gone to the same school or would you have applied to more places out of state? Cause your school was what, like an hour-ish away from home? A little bit more than that, but yeah. It was far enough away from home that I could justify not living at home. Mm-hmm. If I could go back... Honestly, I was pretty happy with my experience at my school. The thing is, like, we didn't really have a lot of money at the time. So I could go back and tell junior year me, hey, apply to more schools. And the flips, I would be like, okay, you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I chose the schools I did because those were the ones that I could afford to even pay the application fee to. Oh, man. So I we think had I, just endless resources that would just solve yeah. all our problems. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think I made the most out of a tough situation and I don't have any regrets as far as where I went to school. So yeah, I think I'd leave it at that. Nice. No regrets. We love that. All right. And in a different life, would you have pursued a different career? Pretend engineering does not exist. That is not an option. All those career spots are full. You are not allowed to do it. What is something that you are passionate about that you would like to pursue? And hopefully make some money. Been a doctor? Yeah. I thought for certainty all through my childhood, I was going to be a doctor. I, I don't know, I was always really fascinated with biology and the human body and learning how to fix it, learning how surgeries worked. I, I was never freaked out by the gore factor. Um, I really thought I was going to be a doctor for most of my childhood until wow. I was exposed to an engineering class in high school. And then that kind of shifted my trajectory pretty majorly. Yeah, but I'm sure your parents are thrilled. It's like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And they're like, great. And you're like, ah, just kidding. I want to be an aerospace engineer. And they're like, still great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not bad options. That's for sure. Yeah. Cool. So what now, obviously you are an engineer now. What's one of your favorite parts about being an engineer? We might have people listening to the podcast who are interested in being an engineer or just want to know maybe some advice about it so there's something really special about getting a lot of people who are very well educated and knowledgeable on a single task Mm. sitting down in one room and just brainstorming and really trying to approach a problem come up with a solution characterize it describe implementation that is by far my favorite part of my job. Um, Me specifically in my day to day, like I'm a test engineer. So I go in, I work very closely with the development teams. They let me know what's coming. I kind of come up with my own 
plan and approach of how I'm going to test that. And pretty often, like I find issues and then it's all about going in and characterizing it, mm. figuring out what exactly breaks it. Over time, I've started to develop like a pretty deeper or much deeper understanding of how the software works. So I'm no longer just running through steps and saying, hey, this one's failed, this one's passed. I'm kind of at the point where I'm able to take a deeper look into what part is failing, what messages are being dropped, what systems are not processing data the way they need to be finished or for the end product to deliver. And, you know, I have a, a good relationship with the guys who developed this stuff. So I can go and walk right into their cube and drag them over and say, hey, this is what I've seen. This is what I think is happening. Let's talk about it. So I think that's my favorite part is talking and working with other capable and technically minded individuals. So as you're saying this, I'm imagining what this is like that I've experienced because it's so far from any job that I've ever had. It kind of reminds me when you're in an escape room with a bunch of people who are really invested in trying to escape and you're all putting your best efforts forward. You're trying to fill in these puzzle pieces. You're trying to work together. Somebody might have some information that you weren't able to have, but then it helps with yours. Is, is it kind of like that? And you get that rush. You're like, oh my God, we're like kind of close. Yeah, it's it's kind of a special feeling when everybody's on the same wavelength and you're all working towards the same end goal. Wow, so yeah, cool. very similar to trying to get through the escape room. <laughs> Maybe less fun, but <laughs> same energy, same vibes. And is there any advice that you would offer somebody who was entering the engineering, specifically, you know, systems or aerospace field that you maybe wish that you had known a few years ago when you first entered? I would say this is kind of a, a double-edged sword when it comes to advice. Be careful what you accept as your first job, mm. because that really does set the trajectory for the next few years. It will be harder, not impossible by any means, to change that directory, trajectory. But, you know, if you already really know <clears throat> what you'd like to be doing, I'd say go out of your way to find something that's closer in line with that. Now, the, the double-edged sword to that advice is it's okay to not get your first choice mm -hmm. because you will find things in your career that you enjoy and you will be exposed to things that you didn't expect to enjoy but it does kind of get you through day by day so i guess the takeaway is aim for what you want but don't turn down everything because it's not exactly what you're looking for be wow. open mind. that is great advice yeah like still pave your path but don't have that tunnel vision necessarily yeah. Interesting. All also, right. be careful and don't let people set your career path for you. Mm. Yeah, that's like something that's you'll see pretty often. Universal if you, advice. If yeah, if you move into a position, and you know somebody likes you, uh, they want to take you under their wing. Make sure you go out of your way to know what it is they do, mm. because if you're not careful, 
you're going to be doing it in a couple of years. You know, you may like the person, you may find what they're doing is interesting, but if their job title requires working 60 hours a week and traveling half the time, and you get taken under their wing, you're going to be right there with them. Yeah. And your girlfriend is not going to like that very much. So <laughs> <laughs> no, Jacob doesn't do that. Thank goodness. Because he paved his own path. Thanks, babe. So we're going to play a game. So of course, a lot of my listeners love Disney and I love Disney as well. As you know, y'all don't know, but Jacob is not a huge Disney fan. So I don't know how you're going to do with this game, but I tried making it on the easier side, but I don't know if you're going to get every question right. So today okay. we're playing finish that tune Disney edition. So I'm going to okay. like talk sing because I didn't set up the audio. I didn't think about doing that until right this second. So I'm going to talk sing some lyrics and you're going to finish the line. It's kind of like that one show, I think. Oh, what was it called? Like the singing bee? It's a reality show. Y'all, I'm obsessed. Anyway. All right. Song number one. We're playing A Whole New World. All right. Set the scene. Magic carpet. Night sky. Aladdin is taking Jasmine on a magic carpet ride. And he says, I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you... What? <laughs> Tell me, princess, now when did you? <laughs> I should have oh, made God. this multiple choice. <laughs> Not the first question. People are listening and they're like, say it, say it. <laughs> it's okay. Edward didn't get the first question right either when I played with him. All right. How many times have we watched Aladdin in this home? I heard, At least a few times. I've watched Aladdin probably. A thousand times. No, like realistically, probably like a hundred. Okay, so yeah. the answer was, tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? Mm. Is that kind of like ringing the bell a little bit, coming back to it you? It does, but did I really know it? Did I really recognize it? Or are you just filling in the gap for me? <laughs> All right, er, next. All right, <laughs> next up is Part of Your World, which is from The Little Mermaid, which is the movie about Ariel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right so yeah, with the crab <laughs> yeah, with the crab and with the seagull all right so the lyrics are up where they walk up where they run up where they up where they so? walk up where they run up where they stay <laughs> all day in the sun yeah okay we'll, we'll give you a part. point we'll give you a point all right you're supposed to do the whole phrase but we'll go with last word we'll you go with last word okay next one let's get down to business and listen to i'll make a man out of you all right so this oh, is I the chorus this. okay it's you must be swift as the coursing river with all the force of a great typhoon with all the Oh my god, I know this song. You must be swift as a coursing river with all the force of a great typhoon. With all the Oh, with all the 
the heat of the raging fire. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it to you because that's very good. It's strength of a raging fire. You're killing it though. You're killing it. The dark side of the moon. All right. Good job. Good job. Nice. All right. Last one. Let it go. Frozen. Elsa's on the top of the mountain. She's changing outfits. All right. So it's the snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation and and it looks like I'm the queen. Yeah! <laughs> Did I get it? Babe, I am actually so freaking proud of you. That was you're killing yes. it. So right. before dating me, would you have known? Or have I made you a Disney fan? I think I would have known that one. Yeah, I mean because the that, frozen one is pretty uh <laughs> right. That was like pretty played. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was like every adult's worst nightmare who had a kid. Like every parent's worst nightmare. All right, pretty good, pretty good. Okay, and to finish off our podcast, you have to tell me an embarrassing story. It could be on a scale of 1 to 10. 10, you pooped your pants. 1, you, I don't know, forgot to brush your teeth before you went to work. Anything you want to offer us. Let's laugh with you or at you. We're here for it. Okay, so I've got one. All right. Have I heard I this one? Probably. Okay. I feel like I've heard most stories. <laughs> so me personally, I'm not too embarrassed by this, but it could definitely be an embarrassing story. Is it about you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to tell um, like a story about your sister? I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> no, no, no. So... Back when I was a little kid, you know, I was on a t-ball team or like a young kid's baseball team, whatever. Yeah. Um, season was done. We were having a team party at a park and it was actually a lot of fun. It was just a bunch of little boys doing games at the park. Like the coaches had set up a, like an obstacle course and then a bunch of games for us to do. And they had set us assigned to different teams and we would just go through and compete and we were keeping score the whole time and then one of the games was they had like a big tub of mealworms which are a, these like little chunky worms what? like real worms yeah oh. they're called mealworms if you've ever had lizards like no or any mm. kind of maybe turtles mm -mm. those kind of pets you feed them mealworms. Oh. You just buy it at like Petco? Yeah. Okay. But if you never had those kind of pets, you know, they're kind of gnarly looking. They're just <laughs> yeah. Little wriggly bugs. Mm. So the coaches got these, this box of mealworms and then they had like some other beetles in there. And it was supposed to be like a fear factor type challenge, right? Oh, cool. Like you Wait, were you eating them? In. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You had to reach your hand in and like grab something from the box. But for anybody who had pets growing up, like lizards, you know, it was whatever. It was just a mealworm. Mm -hmm. And I had bearded dragons growing up. So I would feed my bearded dragons these mealworms every week. So they pulled this box out with all these worms and beetles and everything in there. And it's like, oh, well, whatever. 
I just reached in and grabbed a grabbed the key or whatever it was, and we won the challenge. But my team was still down. So, you know, we were kind of bummed. And then I think the coach was just like messing with us and basically said, all right, bonus points to whoever eats the worm. Oh no. And you know, I was on the losing team. I, I wasn't too worried about bugs. So I volunteered and said, I'll, I'll eat the worm. And yeah, I, I ate a mealworm and I had the whole team like crowded around watching it happen. Oh my God. Half of them were like second guessing, like there's no way he's going to do it. And then the other half were like, maybe he will do it. They're like little kids making side bets on the, the side. And yeah, <laughs> I, I ate a mealworm. I might've eaten a cricket too. Yeah, extra points it. while you're like at I it. Ate... <laughs> I feel like I ate two bugs that day. I don't remember the cost. Okay, so did your team win for the extra bonus points? Hell yeah, we won. Okay, you know, well worth it. Good job, young Jacob. Killing <laughs> it. Competitive. We love to hear it. <laughs> team player. Okay, you know, I actually <laughs> hadn't heard this story before. Yeah. Well, first time for everything. You know, I don't know if it was super embarrassing. Maybe more embarrassing for the... Was it the coach you said that said, oh, you'll get bonus points if you eat the worm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe like secondhand embarrassment from him, but I bet you got some major like popularity points too. Like not only did you win for the team, but you're like, heck yeah, I was the bravest one. I'm the one that pushed us over. You <laughs> like were the sole person who made y'all win. I, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I could see some people looking back on it and be like, oh yeah, there's that one time I ate a bug, but I'm like, yeah, I ate a bug and we won. You're like, that was the one time I ate a bug. <laughs> oh, Very that was cute. one of the times I ate a bug. Okay. <laughs> Saving another story for another time. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing and thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Thanks for well, having me. That wraps it up today. So thanks so much for listening, y'all. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And I'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye.